Hello, frenzies, and welcome back to Healthy Teacher, Happy Teacher. This is episode number 15, and on today's episode, we will be talking about student teachers. So this episode will be dedicated towards advice and tricks and tips for student teachers. A lot of the advice I pulled my Instagram audience about, and next episode will be advice all for lead teachers. So you may want to skip ahead to that episode or hang out for this one. Either way, it's going to be a good time. So let's get on with it. Are you feeling a little burnt out and exhausted this school year? Healthy Teacher, Happy Teacher podcast is here to get you through the hard weeks. We will be tackling tough topics while addressing self-care tips and tricks to help you live your best life. I'm your host, Jessica Martin, a coffee-drinking teacher and tech coach working on my own health journey as I pursue happiness in my teacher life. I am so happy you're here with me today, and I can't wait to share all the things with you. Let's get on with the show. Hey, before we start, I just wanted to say thank you so much for being here. I value you as a listener, and this week I want to do something a little different, and I want to give away some free t-shirts. So if you're interested in winning one, the link is going to be below this podcast on my podcast page, whimsical.buzzsprout.com. Hopefully you can still see the link on iTunes. And really, it's easy to win a shirt. All you have to do is is leave me a review on iTunes. If you've already left me a review, great. Thank you. All you have to do is fill in your username or you can shout me out on Instagram sometime this week in a story or a post and tag me and then just tell me your name. Unfortunately, I don't always see all the iTunes reviews. There's hundreds of versions of iTunes out there and I don't always see all my Instagram tags. So that's why I'm going to do a raffle copter this week. So you can just tell me your username, and I'll believe you and give you the entries to win. <laughs> so anyways, I just want to give uh, give away my shirt because I really love this show and I love the feedback I'm getting from it and I want to keep going with it, but I also want to kind of spread the word that it's even out there. So, okay, let's get on with it. Check out that link below. Hey, 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 frenzies. Welcome back to episode 15 of Healthy Teacher, Happy Teacher I am your host, Jessica Martin. I'm not sure I'm healthy or happy, but I'm here. <laughs> I'm just kidding around with you. Anyway, today's episode is going to be student teaching. From time to time on Instagram, I'll just get random questions. I'm not really sure why people think that I'm an expert in certain areas, but recently I received probably six or seven messages for people asking for student teaching tips. And I was like, well, all right, that was a while ago. <laughs> but let me see what I can do. And what I love about having this show and kind of having it connected to my Instagram is that when people write in with a question, I have a huge audience to pull and get advice from because I don't think anyone is an expert in any one thing like without a crowd you know, like without, without others around them and that kind of support. So here we go. Here, first I thought I would just tell you just briefly my student teaching experience and what I learned from it. I actually had a really good one, surprisingly. Usually when I, usually when I do things that other people do, 
I tend to have a chanty or get upset, but no, for, for serious now, I had a wonderful student teaching experience. There were things I wish I could change about it. And there were a lot of hurdles getting there. It was not perfect by any means, but maybe it was just my personality or the timing. I don't really know, but it, but it went really well for me. Let me tell you about some of my hurdles. First of all, my school told me that I could submit school choices to them and even teacher choices to them for my lead teacher. And I did. I, I went and subbed in all these schools and I found my favorite schools and I submitted those schools to my college and they basically said, no, we've contacted all those schools and they don't want any student teacher. So my first lesson is just that I had to be really flexible. Also, I wanted to student teach in second grade and the only job they could get me placed in was for a fifth grade position. So I had to be flexible. It wasn't this, any of the schools I asked for, none of the teachers I had worked with, and I didn't even get the grade I wanted. <laughs> So it was kind of a rough uh, start. And that was my first lesson is just to be really, really flexible. My next lesson, you know, I, I remember meeting my lead teacher and I just felt like we were kind of opposites, you know, because he was a he was a PE education major and really athletic and adventurous, a downhill skier. And I, uh, I'm not really, I don't really fit into any of those categories. <laughs> so I was just like, what is going on? I thought I would at least get someone that I might have something in common with. <laughs> But I was totally wrong. Like my first impressions of my lead teacher were wrong. And I learned so many things from him. And he was exactly the person I needed in my life. And we developed a really cool relationship. So my second teaching uh, student teaching tip is just don't don't judge a book by its cover or make any assumptions about your lead teacher before really getting to know them. And I'm so happy that, you know, I, I took the chance on my lead teacher and really, you know, made an effort to get to know him. I ate lunch with him every day and pretty much anything he did, I did. And even though we look like opposites on paper, I really learned how to manage a classroom really easily through his guidance and advice. And he just gave me so much freedom, but then taught me so much at the same time. Really lucky to be in that situation. And that, you know, it doesn't happen to a lot of people. So anyway, just don't judge your lead teacher. And and then my next tip would, of course, be get to know your lead teacher. You know, ask them about their family. Ask them about their hobbies and interests. Don't come into the job thinking that they're this, you know, this king or queen-like presence in the room and that they know everything and and you don't know anything and you're just there to try to learn from them. I mean, they're a human being and they just want to get along with you during this process. So my best advice is just learn how to talk to them like a human first and a teacher second. Learn their kids' names, their spouse's name. Be able to ask about those people that they love the most in the morning. It's going to set a totally different day than like, hey, what should we do for this? What's going on with guided reading? What's going on for math today? How about this science lesson? What do you think of this? Will you sign these papers for me? A recommendation this, recommendation that? I mean, you really want to build that 
relationship with them as a colleague and a friend first. And I'm not saying you're going to come out of this situation with a friend, but just remember that they're a human being. And once you've been a teacher for a few years, you, you kind of have a system down. And the last thing you really need is like a robot in your classroom, you know, asking you billions of questions. <laughs> so I know that sounds probably kind of bad, but that's just my advice is get to know your lead teacher as a human. Okay, let's move on now to some tips from my audience. They're much better than my tips probably. So let's go. Okay, we're going to read some advice from my Instagram audience about student teaching. What should you do? Teachers love giving advice about this because we've all had to be student teachers. We all survived student teaching and we all came out ahead and we all learned something. So teachers love it when you ask them about this. All right, so here we go. Be willing to jump in right away. That's a really good tip. And that was a tip I had I'd gotten from my school before I started. They just said, you know, your first day in, don't just sit and observe the teacher. Actually start walking around the room, memorizing the kids' names, getting to know them, and helping them with their work. I mean, they that's going to set a really good first impression of you for your lead teacher. So just jump into the work right away. You're there to help the kids and to figure out how to run a classroom. And the biggest part of running a classroom is learning how to help kids um, in an effective manner. So ask lots of questions. You know, that was that that's always a problem for some because you're so overwhelmed. There's so much going on. I would say, you know, as you go through your day, jot down your questions on a post-it note and, you know, kind of prioritize the most important ones. Because if you just bombard your lead teacher with 20, 30, 40 questions a day, I mean, it kind of depends on their personality, but they might just avoid talking to you. <laughs> They're human beings, remember. But I do wish I, you know, I didn't ask enough questions about grading procedures. And then at the end of my stay in the classroom, I learned that, oh, I didn't really record that many grades. I didn't put them in the right spot. And so, you know, kind of learn what the basics are of the classroom and stick with those. And if you're just so full of questions, you can always go to social media, ask in Facebook groups. I mean, just don't don't overwhelm your lead teacher with questions. I mean, that's why you have your classes to hopefully go back to and talk to other student teachers. That's what we did anyway. We met once a week and we just, you know, bounced our ideas off of each other, things we were learning about. Okay. Relationships always come first. I think we kind of covered that. Get to know everyone in the building. They can all teach you something. I love that. Um, let's see here. Here's Someone's just complaining about their lead teacher in this one. This is not the right category for that. <laughs> um, provide ways that you can improve. Um, oh, okay. That's not. Maybe ask your lead teacher for ways you can improve. Let's see. Stay organized and ask for help. There are no stupid questions. Well, I don't know. Maybe I'm a little jaded after all these years. <laughs> Ooh, be a sponge. Um, even a task that seems very, very basic might have a procedure to it that you need to ask about. Remember that the kids are going to push your limits. <laughs> be kind, but keep 
keep firm on your norms. I love that. I had an incident while I was student teaching where this kid turned against me and he started running around me in circles saying that he hated my guts. And then I come to find out that he's the oldest kid in his family and his parents are divorced and he had tons of, you know, new stepbrothers and stepsisters. And I mean, you know, that it's, a, I mean, he was going through a lot and I'm not trying to make excuses for him, but I mean, he tried to turn the whole class against me, but I get it. You know, I was, I was just another new person in his life and he probably didn't really need that at the time. <laughs> All right. Write everything down, every idea, problem, and solution you see in class. Yes, so often you're asked for reflections especially, but I would agree to keep a journal with you. Write everything in the same spot. Um, Let's see here. Set expectations from day one. And this person writes out like a packet of information for all the expectations. Ask for help. Remember to take care of yourself and drink water. Get enough sleep at night. Be sure to still see your friends. Um, Observe outside your classroom. I have a lot of people recommend this book to me, Love and Logic for the Classroom. A lot of people say they read it right before student teaching and it really helped. I'm not sure who wrote it, but it's called Love and Logic for the Classroom. Every time I bring it up, people are just like, oh my gosh, yes. So now you know it's a good book. Be yourself and have your own personality. Try to enjoy the students. Try new things. This is the time to try new things. Um, If you ever doubt anything, you can have someone try to help help you through it or guide you. Be yourself. Uh, Don't beat yourself up. Everyone's going to have an off day. The best teachers pick up and then just go again the next day. Try something new that you're scared to do. That's pretty good. And, but I mean, you want to make sure like whatever you're thinking of that you probably run it by your lead teacher, unless the class is all yours. Take in as many experiences as you can. Use that opportunity to observe all kinds of teachers. Um, Let's see. Never ever eat in the teacher lunchroom. It can be a hotbed of negativity. Well, that's that person's advice. I mean, I did eat in the teacher lunchroom and it turned out really good for me because I had something really bad happen in my personal life. And the teachers that I were, that I ate lunch with every day, they were there to support me through that time. And I don't know. I mean, it's up to you, but I would, I would give the opposite advice. I think you should eat in the teacher lunchroom. If you don't, the other teachers will start talking about you that you're too snotty to eat in there. Um, I know because I, I have plenty of jobs where I've eaten in there and then I don't eat in there and it's, it's different at every school. All right. Um, uh, let's see here. Every person who comes to observe you is just a chance to make your students year better. I like that. Organization is the key to success and sleep. That's good too. <laughs> I have had quite a few jokes just saying run, pick a new job. Don't let those people scare you. They're they're just they're just a little jaded after all these years. <laughs> um, pay attention um, to the things you don't don't know how to do. Um, if your cooperating teacher gives you advice, just do it. 
Yeah. Even if you don't agree with it and you're just like, oh, that's not, that's not the right pedagogy. I, I didn't learn that way. I mean, just do it. So you get along with them because you really need the recommendation. I'm just being honest with you. You need it really bad. Okay, part two of advice for student teachers, follow other teachers on social media so you can learn and figure out your own teaching style. Um, <laughs> don't let your mentor teacher treat you poorly. You shouldn't be there for just photocopying and laminating. So just be aware of that. And if you feel like you're starting to get taken advantage of, like you're not their assistant. You're really there to learn how to run a classroom. So you should probably talk to, you know, your supervisors at school or something um, and try to figure out like a better path for you. Because unfortunately, just like some student teachers are bad, there are also bad lead teachers. Um, let's see. Get to know the principal. If they like you, they might hire you. Uh, let's see. Remember that the classroom belongs to your lead teacher practice building relationships with the students, find out what your students are involved in and go and watch them because it means a lot to them. Go visit another teacher's room at least once a week. Um, let's see here. Have open and clear communication with your cooperating teacher. Um, so your cooperating teacher is there to help you, but you do have to advocate for yourself. So that's really good, good Good reminder to be an ad advocate for yourself. Uh, give, give it your all. Get there early, stay late, photograph all the things, and visit all the other rooms. Embrace every part of it, the difficult kid. What can you learn from him or her? How can you grow? Let's see here. Uh, try, yeah, even if you don't agree with your lead teacher's teaching practices or that's not the way you would do it in your own classroom, remember you need his or her recommendation to get a job. There are very few jobs that will give you a chance depending on where you are if you don't have a good recommendation from your lead teacher. So you got to do what it, what it takes to get that. Um, let's see here. <laughs> watch as many other people as possible. Be sure to collaborate with your grade level team. Be flexible and know that all the great ideas don't always work and that's okay. Be true to your own style of teaching, but be open-minded for suggestions. Attend different committees to get a feel for what you want to do in the future. That's a good idea. Um, jump in right away and learn anything you can. Never be afraid to admit that you need help. Um, if you get a bad placement, maybe you don't like the teacher or the school or the classroom's really ch challenging, don't let that turn you off of teaching because you'll have a lot more choices once you get you know, your own job and your, when you have your own classroom, it's going to be all your own rules. So just keep it in mind before you quit that it's just a hoop that we all have to jump through and you got to try to stick with it. Um, let's see here. <laughs> I'm seeing a lot of the same things, just like take care of yourself, listen, um, you know, try to be respectful of the teacher's classroom show lots of love and encouragement and guidance, try to be positive about the profession. Like so many bad things will probably happen day to day to you. The things you're just not really expecting, angry parents, 
nasty coworkers, um, kids who run around circles around you and say they hate you. <laughs> You're going to have bad days, but don't go and start complaining about it, especially on social media. That could ruin your chances of getting a job later. So if you have to, you know, like keep a journal of everything going on and just get it out on paper, but don't just start complaining to everyone and never complain to any of the other teachers in your building. It's a super bad idea. Let's see here. Um, okay, so I think that we got through all of the advice and tips for student teaching. And if you're a student teacher listening to this or you're going to be student teaching soon, you know, you've got this. It's a temporary position. If if you get in there and it's not quite what you think it's going to be like, like what you imagined in your head, it's because you're going to you're going into someone else's room. So it's not going to be perfect or ideal. And it's, it's like what, 16 weeks for some people, it's 12 weeks, just get through the weeks and do whatever you can. Even if you have to lie through your teeth that you like your lead teacher, make that person think that you really like and respect them and that you will do anything. You will do a good job for them. Like don't start any arguments with them. <laughs> just do what you can to get through each day and it's hard when you're an adult going into another adult's world and maybe some things they're doing seem really unfair, but you really need their recommendation. I can't, I can't talk about that enough that getting a recommendation from one of your professors or another former boss or thinking you can start over is going to work. Most places they read that letter from your lead teacher first. <laughs> So you need the letter of recommendation. And I've met plenty of lead teachers who have refused to write letters of recommendation for their student teachers because they just had so many problems. So do whatever it takes. Like this, this is the time you need to be flexible. You need to be easygoing. You need to just let things kind of roll off your back. You need to not take anything too personally and you need to get through this time. <laughs> That's all that matters. Good luck, future student teacher or future teachers, I guess I should say. You've just finished listening to Healthy Teacher Happy Je Happy Jessica. What? <laughs> oh no, I don't know how to stop. <laughs> <laughs>